got it. Hello. Welcome to episode 51. What's up, Bush? I am uh, I'm feeling elated about uh, last night's victory. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about that later, I guess. Okay. I guess. So, <laughs> been, I've been on a losing streak with predicting games, <laughs> series. This is like, holy shit. I don't think I got one one win or one series right. You're swearing. Did I swear? You're swearing, yeah. What did I say? You said the S word. Kaka? Yeah, you said caca. Easy. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> for I, our younger listeners. Yeah, sorry, guys. Uh, for episode 51, our guest for the show is from White Bear, Saskatchewan, Mr. Dalen Smallchild. Yep. Dalen recently signed his contract to go play for the TIHC Tigers over in Finland. This guy's like I watched him play in Regina, not the Freddy. And this guy's one of my favorite defensemen. He plays like you, man. Just smart, crisp <laughs> passes on the tape. Oh, smokes! Smart, not in the talks, but in the tape. Yeah, like I watched him a couple times, and this guy's like, wow, this guy's this guy's good. He reminds me of Bush. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. Unfortunately, we had a guy that was a no-show last night. I won't mention his name, and but and I messaged Dalen. I was like, "Hey, are you available?" He goes, "Yeah, when?" I was like, uh, "How about tomorrow?" And sure enough, he stepped up to the mm-hmm. plate. And so, thanks, Dalen, for uh, coming on the show. Very short notice. It's starting to get really annoying with some of these guys that are no-shows. Yeah, like, I know we're not. Spinning chicklets yet, but still, like at least give us a message. Just like, yeah, Travis, sorry, Bush, I can't make it to this, make it on the show tonight. Can we, uh, can we reschedule? And like, this guy didn't even message or didn't. I know he saw, he saw my Zoom link, like, I messaged him on Facebook and he's he read it, but he yeah. just never responded. So, F him. You caca face. <laughs> you meesy face. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, thanks, Dylan, for coming on the show, man. It was a good interview. We had a lot of fun. Good laughs. Good kid, man. Good kid. He's going to yeah. be He's gonna be a really good player for many, many years. Because uh, of the week. Uh, this cousin of the week asked me a couple times to be cousin of the week, and I kind of said, "Yeah, okay, we'll see." <laughs> so at this week, he's cousin of the week. I can't can't uh, say no this many times. So <laughs> cousin of the week for uh, episode fifty one is uh, none other than Nicholas Eiserhoff. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just a mean dad. Am I a mean dad? Just yeah. saying. <laughs> next week son next week next week we'll, we'll see, see okay we'll see we'll see the <laughs> famous, famous we'll see yeah. i mean no so nick's been a big uh supporter 
of the show from day one. He's uh, he likes all our Facebook posts and stuff, so that helps us. So thanks, son, for all your help, and mm-hmm. we appreciate it. So, and if you want to be cousin of the week, just shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Bush is on TikTok. Uh, so are you? Yeah, I'm on TikTok too. Um, high five. MySpace, uh, <laughs> Paynet, yeah. Yahoo Messenger, MSN Messenger. MSN Messenger. Are you still, uh, never mind, I'm right. I'll say that joke. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, if you want to be because of the thing, just shoot us a message and we'll uh, set that up. Yeah, we will. So, shout outs. Do you have any shout outs for this? Shout outs! Say, all the shout outs to all the bandwagoners, to all the people that doubted the bandwagoners. Yeah, all the shout outs to all people, Colorado Avalanche fan, the fans of, of that have been there since two thousand one or ninety nine. No, two thousand one. No, wait. No, it wasn't a ninety one man. Ninety six. Yeah, I was just reading about it. So since nineteen ninety six, therefore. Everybody that watched the stuck up and watched the color uh, the Quebec Nordiques that stuck them through thick and thin. Yeah, because a couple of years ago they were like the bottom of the league, right? They were dead zero. We're dead zero. And they, they got, got dead last. Dead zero. <laughs> dead zero. Hey man, you're dead zero. You're a last place. You're worse than zero. <laughs> so that's when they got McCarr, and he's yeah. only been in the league what three years? So three years. Three, from being dead last, dead zero, <laughs> dead years, they're champs. How come the Oilers can't do that? They were dead last, dead, dead they zero, de- lots, for lots, <laughs> lots and lots, like for many years. How come they can't? Well, I don't think they're dead zero. I think they were close to zero, well, but okay, the bottom three at least. Yeah, I don't and know. The they, thing they, is, they, Colorado only got McKinnon first overall, then they got McCarr. Yeah. Third overall. That's they only had two top five picks mm-hmm. in the last how many years? But Edmonton has how many first overall picks and they still can't. Yeah. They still oh, speaking, pack the bed. Speaking of this year, this is this year back in June 2014, they drafted uh Connor McDavid. Dry Settle. Oh, no, oh was McDavid was yesterday. <laughs> yeah, McDavid was yesterday, 2015. Yeah, but this day in 2014, they drafted the German, the uh, Germanator eight years ago. Yeah, and they're still he's only 26. Well, even McKinnon said he's played nine years, he hasn't won a thing. Yeah, yeah, look at McCarty's 23 and he won. Yeah, the Norris, the Consmite, and the Stanley Cup in one. I know that's just (laughs) even old timers, man. 40 plus first year, you know, best D championship playoff MVP. Uh, I got one shout out this week. Okay. Uh, shout out to Leslie Kennedy. She lives in Saskatchewan. Um, she uh, helps out with the Canoe Lake Young Guns at the Freddy. And oh, she's interested in buying a hoodie. So that's the thing. I want teams that play in these rest tourneys to have to have their own like merchandise because, yeah. like I said earlier, like episodes ago. That I'd love to wear represent their community, their yep. team stuff, team gear, but 
Yeah, she helps out with Canoe Lake. So thanks, Leslie, for all the support. And uh, hopefully a, one of these tournaments will be able to meet up and talk. Yeah. Because she said she would she would have liked to have met us, but she was just busy with the with the young guns, mm -hmm. which is which is understandable. Understandably, yeah. There's so much things you got to do to help out the team. Yeah. So, thanks again. Uh, Stanley Cup Finals, man. It's oh boy, oh boy. Where do we start? Game it's, six. Game uh, six. Go ahead, start off. I want to say. Are we more in tune with how the rules and their interpretations? And does that mean that we think the refs are horrible we're in worse years? Or are we just more aware of all the rules? Like, have, have, have the refs always been this bad? Or has it just been escalating because they're trying to force different rules? Like They've, they've been inconsistent. I think that's the word, yeah. right? Because uh, there's that one rush where Kale McCarr skated through three people, and there were all three people were, were uh, water skiing behind him. It's just hacking and smacking and just horrible. And he even turned to the ref. He, I think he was being sarcastic when he asked him that he was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, then, then uh, when Dave Manson's stick got tied up in a. Uh, Dave Madsen, that's Dave Madsen. Dave Madsen's son, Charlie? No. Josh? <laughs> John, <Charlie>. whoever. <laughs> Charles Madsen. <laughs> Holy jeez. Yeah, as if he said <laughs> Charles Madsen. I didn't know he played hockey. <laughs> well, if he did, you know. But I'm just saying that uh, when Madsen's stick got caught up in uh, What's-His-Head's jersey, Manson pulled away. He didn't get called on and then up scoring on that ensuing play. And then Pat Maroon broke his stick on Manson's uh, leg. He just slashed him pretty scoring. hard. Yeah. Like no penalty on either. Like maybe they've rested. Oh, oh, you slashed him pretty good. The penalty canceled out. But still, like I I'm still trying to. Um, okay. I got sour grapes here. I'm still in game one when Kale McCarr was. Uh, I looked offside to me when he. Uh, oh, he's still scoring. talking about that. Well, that was offside yeah. because he didn't touch it. He didn't he touch did. it. I know, but it's just bizarre. I don't know. I don't know. Inconsistent, I'd say. Yeah. Horrible. Huh? And, uh, yeah. Charles Manson. <laughs> I can't believe I said that. <laughs> just one of the worst mass murderers ever in the States. <laughs> <laughs> a serial killer, but uh, Dave Matson, though, he was a pretty good, he was good all D, yeah, good D back in his day. Who, yeah. uh, who's he the assistant coach for Edmonton? Edmonton, yeah. who's a better defenseman in their prime, Josh Matson or his dad, Dave Matson? I gotta go with Dave all the way, yeah. Dave, Dave was Dave nasty, had a, eh? Dave had his nasty, he was mean, he had a there's no mean defenseman anymore. No, there's not. Like, like the last truly mean defenseman I think we watched was Pronger. Yeah, you guys. Well, a guy that tries to act tough nowadays is Zach Bogosian. Yeah. Oh <laughs> ah, well. But yeah, uh, yeah, Dave Manson. I'd go with him over uh, his son. How do you think, like Dave Manson, like had a, th a puck to the throat, so that really 
you can't talk loud. How do you think that is being a coach and having to yell at his players when you can't really talk loud? Right? I wonder if the players can hear him. Because yeah. he has a really what's like a, a he has a whiskey voice voice. Yeah. Like really like yours. Like Janis Joplin. <laughs> <laughs> or like that uh 80s DJ on Sirius. Oh, downtown Julie Brown? No, I, I forget it. I'll, th- that it'll come to me. But anyways, yeah, I've heard him talk on the interviews. I say, I, I don't. I wonder, as a player, how uh, how you take that? Like, yeah, like, what, I, can I can't hear, hear you. Right? Can you? <laughs> so, okay, uh, yeah, Tampa Bay physical play. I think I like the way they were playing. Hitting mm-hmm. and the rough stuff. It's about yeah. time someone a team plays like that. Stamkos ran over McKinnon there with that one shift. That was pretty good to see. Stamkos was blocking shots. I, that's a yeah. scoring goals. But yeah, it's, it was good to see that a team play physical like that. Uh, yeah, I, I wrote down NHL refs have been like the res tourney refs. Just don't want to call nothing and just look the other way. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know when you play in some rest tourneys and the winner or the lo- the winner or the loser of the game, they have to supply the ref and the ref's all pissed off because he doesn't want to ref. So he'll just let anything go and not really ref. He'll stand in one spot the whole game and <laughs> not really, not really call anything, but... Yeah, I would compare the NHL refs to refs. Yeah, yeah. Don't they're just inconsistent and just brutal. Uh game. What game was this? Game. Game five. Craig Simpson said the P word. The P word. He said the refs are having a powwow by the penalty box. Is that? overdoing it and is that kind of stepping on toes um i think it's any definitely uh he's 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 not aware of what of how people use that when in the derogatory sense that's i don't i don't still pretty ignorant <laughs> i think. You think people are just overreacting or do they have a right to overreact when people mm-hmm. make comments like that because like a power is, is is a place for us to dance and to heal and yeah. interact with our family and friends, right? Yeah. So is he is that offensive? Like we posted that on our Facebook page and people were saying that we were well, people were overreacting and it wasn't a big deal. Well, most of the people were saying it was offensive, get rid of him, fire him, because it was it was more 75, 25, 75 being that people were upset and didn't like his comment and 25% were saying, uh, get over it. It's nothing, nothing too serious. And so what do you have a, do you think he kind of, I think he, he should have to learn, right? You just have to learn. Take one of those cultural, uh, Sense of whatever they're called. Course. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you think that will? I think if you want to be on national TV, you got to take a course to understand a lot of our different cultures and uh, 
Athesinis. Yeah. I'm reading the comments. Like, it's, I don't think you should be fired. Like, at all. I really don't. Should he learn and be aware of how people use in derogatory sense and how loosely they use? Yeah. Like, yeah. just, but just be a bit more aware. Like, It'd be, it'd, be, it'd be different if he had headgear on and he made the all power like that would be this <laughs> you know what i mean like that would like okay you know what give him some <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure, right? um my brother texted me last night he goes he i got to i predicted the winner i think the one time you were working sean was on the on the show and he predicted okay. that colorado was going to win the cup and that Meathead predicted right. <laughs> of all the teams, I think he just guessed. I think he just closed his eyes and picked the team. <laughs> yeah. Because he never gets anything right. <laughs> and I remember Mike, I picked I picked Toronto and Winnipeg to be in the finals. I picked Toronto and Edmonton to be in the finals. <laughs> we got awful picks. Oh yeah. Like Winnipeg didn't even make the playoffs in Toronto. Me see the bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez. But I'm glad. The only thing I'm glad about hockey being over is don't, we don't have to see Cabby on Sportsnet no more. Yeah. What about bets? Oh, I think a lot God. of people were so annoyed and done with talking about betting and over under. It's like, yeah. Cares, man. It's, it's, that's one thing I thought was really annoyed with. To the point where I was watching the game on YouTube with Steve Dangle. <laughs> so, but uh, with the uh, who fucking want to get? Oh, I swore. <laughs> yeah. With Colorado winning, you got two fo- uh, former Edmonton player Cogliano and former Leafs player Kadri winning the cup. How do you feel about like teams? I mean, these former players of the Leafs at Edmonton going on and winning cups. I mean, I think the Leafs should have kept Kadri because Kadri was is a number two center compared to, uh, uh, to that third line center that they got for him in the trade. Yeah, um, I like it. It's nice to see they have they have success. As uh, as um, it took a lot going back to two thousand six. Uh, the only thing I took, the only thing I took out of that was uh, seeing um, Dougie White lift the cup. Carolina, yeah. Kerfoot, that's his name. Who got traded for? Oh, okay. I didn't know uh, Doug White won the won the cup. Yeah, thanks for reminding me. Okay, here's the trade <laughs> from Colorado to the least. Uh, Kerfoot, Tyson, Tyson Berry. And Joel Miller traded to the Leafs for Kadri, Callie Rosen, and a third rounder. Oh, I would have. What a dumb trade! Who did the? Uh, who did the? Uh, Zach Hyman. I'm just kidding. That was bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, it's. Uh, I like Kadri's comment though. 
Yes. Did you like it? When he Absolutely, said, I did. For it's, everyone uh, that thought that I was a liability in the playoffs, you could kiss my ass. But the thing is, he he he, he was a liability because you didn't yeah. know what he was going to do each shift. Is he going to go hit someone from behind? Is he going to cross-check someone? Mm-hmm. Like, I think the coach for Colorado was nervous every time he was on the ice. <laughs> you didn't know what he was going to do. Yeah. So, but good for them. Good for those guys. Like Eric Johnson played. He was with the Colorado Avalanche even since they were, what did you say then? The bottom. The the dead zero. Dead zero. <laughs> so, okay, before we go to our interview with Dalen, what do you think about the NHL presentation, the NBA, the NFL, like with the NHL? Oh. They give it to their captain, but with the NFL, NBA, they give it to the team owners. I I just watched something on that on either the YouTube or TikTok comparing NHL and and I think the the NFL and anybody else can keep their own stupid stupid dumb traditions. Let let the hockey players hoist that trophy first. Did you? Yeah, I think. Why give it to the owners? What did they do other than what did they give, do? Give their yeah. money. It was the players that earned every practice every yeah. through every injury, every goal. Those are the players. Those are the coaches. I, you know what? You know what was really good. It was really, really awesome this year that we didn't have to listen to a damn speech from that turd Gary Bettman. Gary Bettman, he has COVID. <laughs> I know, I'm eh? Not- I mean, I'm not laughing at him because he's got cards. Just laugh because he wasn't able to present the trophy. Yeah, and yeah, and it was it was awesome because he didn't get to present a trophy to us to a Southern Belt team. Uh, he didn't. We didn't have to listen to a to a damn to a, his corny speeches. Yeah, I hate they're horrible. Like, just you might as well put him uh, Pierre and to present the, the trophy. Pierre McGuire. <laughs> you know, like it just. <laughs> Yeah, the same amount of listeners, zero. <laughs> and I like that Tampa Bay already dented the cup. They dented the bottom of the Colorado. Cup. Yeah. What did I say? You said Tampa Bay. Oh, geez. Sorry. Denver. <laughs> Denver. Colorado. Oh, my God. Okay. Let's go to the next segment. Yeah, let's go to our uh, interview with Dalen before anything else happens. Mm, FFS. Charles Nansen. I know. That's the worst one. <laughs> Okay, let's go. <laughs> Res Hockey would like to introduce you our guest for episode 51. He is from White Bear, Saskatchewan. Uh, Res Hockey would like to welcome Dalen. What? Hold on. Small child. I know, no, I'm just my thing. My phone just oh, froze. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll edit that out. I'll start. Yeah, I know. Rough start. <laughs> okay, let's start all over. Uh, we're talking. We'd like to welcome to our show, Mr. Dalen Smallchild. Welcome to the show, Dalen. Thanks for having me, fellas. That was, a, that was a tough introduction, man. <laughs> sure Usually I don't like editing because it takes so long. Maybe, yeah. maybe I'll just leave it. But for the reason for my mess up, my phone kind of froze and I couldn't <laughs> scroll up. So 
but yeah, uh, I appreciate you taking the time to come on the show on short notice. I uh, phoned you on Facebook and I shot you a message and sure enough, you responded. So I thanks a lot for uh, Absolutely. responding. Absolutely. You know, this is cool. I've never done this before. So it's fair enough. So. We'll have a good time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how did you get started in hockey? Um. I just want to say it's just uh, like a generic story, just back in the res, skating on the roads or shooting on the roads, you know, and shooting at like little pieces of uh, sheets of plywood that the old man left laying around and whatnot. So <laughs> I think it started off like that. And then, I don't know, just making a little uh, outdoor rink outside the house there, me and my old man back in the day. And just kind of took off from there, I guess. Were you one of those res kids? that had to learn how to skate on the road because there was no uh, local rink like I did growing up? Um, well, there was a local rink, but uh, we were quite quite a ways from the rink, so we just had to improvise, I guess, on something else. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Your first year junior, you played for the Onion Lake Border Chiefs. How did they help you adjust to the junior game? Um. I think it was just playing with uh, the own, like our own people, like our own First Nation people. And then it was um, the help of the U-Twins because the U-Twins played there as well. And they had experience playing in junior and whatnot. And uh, my D partner was Robin. And he he sh- uh, like showed me a lot along the way that year. And then he just gave me a little tips here and there and whatnot and how to improve my game. And just gave me, yeah, a lot of advice from, right from the start to the ending there. And I actually uh, lived with them, so that sure helped me a lot. Uh, last week when Roddy on, was on the show, he mentioned how how much support the Onion Lake community and how it was easy to to play the junior game with the, the support from the community. Uh, could you uh, totally agree with what Roddy, Roddy said about how much support the community gave you guys? Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. They, they definitely took care of us. Like whatever Roddy said about them, it's hundred percent true. And I, I agree. I want hundred percent with that. They, yeah, they take care of their own. And that's, it was nice to play there too, for sure. After uh, my phone, after Onion Lake, uh, you played in the MJ for Swan Valley for two years. How was that experience? Well, I'll tell you a little story before that, actually. <laughs> So um, going into that year, I actually was going to go try. I went to LaRange up in the, like the SJ there. Yeah. So I went there for um, the start of fall, like the fall camp. And then um, I was there for about a month, roughly. So went to the camp, stayed like uh, made it past camp to the preseason games, moving to the billet, and then – Guys just kept getting let go, like, after, you know, every skate and whatnot, after every interview. So across the dressing room was just, uh, like, an empty dressing room, right? And there was about four of us left in there. So three of those guys got signed to go into the big room and got all their gear and whatnot, right? So, and I remember it was um, the morning of uh, the, the home opener, like, the start of the season, I was the only guy left in that dressing room. I had no gear, nothing, right? Didn't sign anything. And then um, 
I go to the rink and I was like, I know I'm not going to play tonight because I'm not signed anything. Like the coach kind of gave me a hard time and whatnot. So I go skate after the skate. Sure enough, I wasn't in the lineup. Walk out like for the home opener, you know, on the, like on the bench, I got a scratch. And then after that game, like I didn't get an interview actually right away. So I was just like, well, I don't think this is going to work out at all. So I just, you know, packed up my stuff, like one of the dressing room right away and packed up my gear and took it to my car, went to my billet house, packed up my stuff. And then I actually called one of my um, good buddies, Connor Navrot out in Swan Valley. And then I was like, hey, do you think coach give me a tryout tomorrow? So he's like, yeah, we actually have a game tomorrow. <laughs> and then so he called his uh, coach and then actually got me on the on the roster for that night. And I told him I didn't sign or anything. So the next morning I took off to Swan River, Manitoba. Ended up having a good game against uh, OCN Blizzard there. And then sure enough, they took me for the next two years <laughs> after that. <laughs> That's uh, that's that's really interesting, and I heard of that happened before, and that's the crappy thing, that big risk you take for if you're not signed, if you're not signed a card before the preseason, right? Yeah. Uh, if you could do it again, would you go th- go through that same path, or would you go to a team that's like, here, Dalen, here's a spot, or would you just, what would you do again? Um. You know, I think the way it worked out, I think it worked out for the better. Um, obviously, I made the choice of going to Laurent, thinking I was going to make the squad right, like right then and there. But I think the way it worked out, it just it was I want to say meant to be, but like something along the lines of that way. And I think I just keep it the way it was actually too. <laughs> um. You played with Shane Roulette and Daniel Sartran and Swan, uh, who are two guys who are Indigenous. How much does it help knowing you have some Indigenous players on the team with you? It was, uh, it sure was a, a, a good time. Like, you know, you know, you'd always catch us three together. I'd say that <laughs> for the most part. Like, we'd always be in the dressing room, like, shooting the shit or, you know, like say after practice is done, like we all go to this, uh, like the main billet house and you catch us three there with a couple other guys too and whatnot. And of course, like we had like me, Danny and Shane, we'd always be drinking Pepsis and whatnot. Hey, and watching, <laughs> watching some TVs in the evening and whatnot and having some shoes. And, you know, it was good. It was nice to have those guys around too. Cause we had, they kind of leaned on each other for and whatnot and talked a lot and, we just got along very, very well from the get-go. Uh, they both, freaking tongue-tied. They both went the D three route. Did you get any offers? Did you think about going the same route as them, going down to the states? Um, you know, I thought of that. I, I uh, remember at the showcase in Winnipeg, I talked to a few schools, and I was, I was thinking of it, but. I wasn't too sure exactly what I wanted to do after my twenty-year-old year. I just kind of want. I was just honestly going with the flow. That's what I told my coach. Cause he asked me at the beginning of the year, he's like, what's so what's the plan after the year? And then I was like, I don't know. Like, I haven't thought that far yet. <laughs> <laughs> do you, uh, sorry, do you have a, a particular favorite junior moment? Um, like give you narrow it down. 
Oh yeah, for sure. I remember um, <laughs> my first goal actually. I think that was was a good one. Like I, I remember the night and day of it. <laughs> like it was just a, like a plain old wrist shot from the point, but it, you know, like beat him and whatnot. I watched it go in the whole way. And I was just like, this is this is great. Like this is a good feeling because I never thought, honestly, I never thought I'd be playing junior hockey at all. So it was it was a nice feeling for sure in that one. What was your uh, favorite barn to play in? Because there's some quite uh, nice barns in the MJ. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I get asked that quite a bit of times too. And I kind of bounce back between, like, I like playing at Swan River. I like playing at Swan River a lot. Like, people say it's kind of a dump, but I think it's, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's pretty nice. Like, I like, I like it in there, but. I'd have to say it'd probably be Verdon. Oh yeah. Yeah, and and Verdon. They had they have a nice rank there. I think that's probably my favorite rank to play in. Did you ever meet Miles Stevens? He's uh he's a Stampeders uh god back in Swan Valley. He played he played for them back when did he play for them, Bush? Maybe ten years ago? I'd say ten years, coming up ten years. He plays for Norway House and yeah, I guess he is quite the legend over there. <laughs> you know, I haven't, I haven't uh, met that guy at all. I haven't, you know, I haven't come in contact with him yet. So, <laughs> I'm sure you guys could just go back and forth with the stories and compare. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. I actually, um, I remember the first time I met uh, Brent Wilson before. Because he was a Stampeders alumni, and he yeah, for yeah. shooting the shit over the blue line or over the red line, sorry, in uh, Fred Sackmoose tournament. <laughs> we were shooting the shit about the old Swan River days and whatnot too. So, <laughs> after junior, you went overseas and played in Germany. How was it playing in uh, in Germany? Um, it was. I actually remember. <clears throat> Let's see, where should I start on that, actually? <laughs> like, I remember getting off the plane and, like, just being, you know, a young Indigenous guy, like, walking through the airport, never mind, like, trying to figure out, what does this sign say? Is this the right way? Like, am I going the right way? I just kept, like, kind of following the crowd, but wasn't sure, like, where they were leading to. And I think we must have took, like, a 15-minute walk, like, trying to get through these places and whatnot. And I remember coming to like the baggage area and I was like, holy shit, like, like what a trek that was. Like, I, I think I'm at the right place now. And then I turned the corner again. And then there's this, like, there's probably about five people there waiting with signs and whatnot. And they're like Dale and Small Child on it. And it's like Mannheim, Mad Dogs. And a couple of jerseys were worn. And I was like, holy shit, like, that's pretty cool. You know, like, never had that experience ever in my life. So that was one of the neater things I found. But then the the hockey, it was good. Like I, I definitely liked the the big ice surfaces. I think that fit my game very well. I um I think I adjusted very, very like easy into it. But like there were some days too where I was just like, is this like do I do I stick it out? Like, you know, because like just being that far away from your family, like your friends, like you don't you don't know anyone, you don't know anything. But I think like the main part for me was just showing up to the rink every day. 
like just kind of getting rid of that rid of that loneliness and whatnot and like trying to focus on hockey and and just play hockey like it's, that's what I'm I thought I was that's what I was there for right so but it it sure was tough to being away from home like it yeah it's, did you participate in Oktoberfest over there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get to. We were actually going to go uh, participate in it in Mannheim. There was a local one we were going to go to. But we ended up going to, uh, it's called a wine fest. We ended up going to oh. that and it was it was different. It sure was different. <laughs> <laughs> Like I've never seen so many people dancing on just like tables, you know, people sitting on table, like around like tables and chairs. Yeah. People are just dancing on tables, like the whole, whole tent. Like it was just, it was nuts. Like it was anarchy in there. <laughs> what did they do? Just serve wine or? Well, there, there was like your choice of wine and beers and whatnot. Like I'm sure whatever kind of alcohol you want oh. to get, but like, I think it was just called a wine fest. Cause I think there was a winery around that area nice uh you got a ooh, you have a favorite memory favorite part playing in germany <laughs> yeah my, i remember my first game actually i um i was kind of uh like I, I was really nervous my first game like i remember like that morning i was like it didn't had that gut feeling of just like nervous you know like <laughs> butterflies it's like this is it <laughs> like, and uh, i remember going to like pregame skate and this like tonight tonight like my first game so anyways puck drops and i'm on the second line <clears throat> and uh like i'm kind of like watching whatnot and i think it's about the end of the first period i finally start feel like a little bit better after a few shifts and i get the puck on the blue line and I just like pinch again, like pinch into the blue line. So I skate around, like come around the net, like pass it out front. We score. So it's like, you know, like, walking right, man. Like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, so I was like, that was a good memory. Cause that, that was a nice like play I made, I felt. And, um, so the second, like the, or sorry, the third period, I get the puck on the blue line again, like walk to the middle, take a shot just to like, just a wrist shot from the point again. It just beats the goalie. And then that was, that was probably one of the special moments too, again. So that was, so those two, I think that first game definitely nice. picked a cake for me. Did you guys ever get bag skated? Like, I know it'd be tough getting bag skated with an Olympic ice, the bigger <laughs> ice surface over there. <laughs> yeah, so actually, um, so I remember... I'm going to tell you about one of the times actually we got bag skated and this was like hands down the worst thing I've ever had to experience. So that, uh, like that morning, it was like later into the season too. And I, I finally like got some new wheels <clears throat> and, uh, they were kind of like, they were stiff too. And, uh, I, I switched from Bauer to CCM and just like what a big difference that was. And so I remember like going to that practice, like thinking we're gonna have a good practice today. <laughs> Shit, what was I wrong though? Like we just got bay skating. Like I'm wearing new <laughs> wheels out there too. Oh. So can you imagine like that sniff like stiffness around your ankles, man? Like not yeah. being able to move, like I'm like the last in the lineup, you know what I mean? Like touching the lines <laughs> like, I'm the last one. 
and oh my god like it was it was embarrassing but like it was tough it was tough bush and i bush and i played in a in a tournament in minnesota and it was Olympic ice, and we had yeah. such a hard time skating. It was so big, like <laughs> so much room. It's like, what do you do with all this time and room? But I can't imagine being bag skating because once once up and once back, I'm done for the shift. It's like that ice is maybe too big. <laughs> yeah, that was tough too. Like it, it sure was tough. Like it was, I want to say it was easy, but it was like it was tough to adjust. Like, you know, going from like our ranks to their ranks and like to their crowds is nuts too. So, but I think, like I said, that would just fit my game very well. Yours. Is my turn? Is yours? Yeah. No. (laughs) The last, (laughs) the last two years. From Bush, I I didn't answer your question about Swan River. I kind (laughs) of, I kind of gave you the intro on my way to Swan River, oh. so I didn't, I didn't get to answer it like All fully. Right. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want to let that one, like keep that one out. Go for it. But okay. um, my two years in Swan River was um, it was eye opening for me. <clears throat> you know, going from like Onion Lake, it was a good organization to play in Onion Lake, but like making that jump to play Junior A with a junior like a ju- real junior a club mm-hmm. i um i sure learned a lot like my first year like i remember you know just watching watching the older guys and watching like my d partner how he moved and whatnot and because i played with a 20 year old that year and he like he's just like just just like just play your game man he's like don't try to like play like me or like anyone else like we had like this one guy, uh, Jordy Valentino on our team, and he was he was special. Like he was a really good hockey player. It's like, he's like, don't try, don't try to be him. He's like, just be you. Like, you know what, like what what got you here? So just just keep doing you. Learned a lot from him, and then um, so our first, my first year was it was like a learning experience. But I think I played over fifty games that year. I think I want to say I did, but I can't remember. But that was, you know, adjusting to the grind and skating every day and, you know, putting your body on the line. I actually remember I got to my first fight my first year there. So <laughs> that was, it was quite the experience too on that one. I remember I um, I wasn't having like the greatest game and this like player kind of like, like just like kind of rubbed me out on the boards and I just like, like speared him. So I was just like, fuck, man, like nothing's going well today. So I just speared him and he like, he like dropped to the ground and later, like their captain come around, like cross checked me. So like, okay, this is it. <laughs> so we just dropped our gloves and away we went. And it was, it was a good fight. It was a good fight. And then after that, what else did I got? And so my second year actually is when I took off. That's when I started, you know, having my really good year right from right from camp actually you know after my first year I like during the summer I asked for a trade <clears throat> and then there's a new coach coming in so he's like yeah, yeah we had a like conversation about it and whatnot and for the first like month I remember like during July I had um, a few teams like get a hold of me 
and well, I, I didn't commit obviously. And so I remember August, like middle of August sometime, I was talking to my, my uh, buddy Connor Navrod who played in Swan River too with me. And he's like, just come back. He's like, you haven't uh, committed to another team yet. So just come back. So I was like, yeah, that's true. Like I, like I might as well, right? Like, so I called the coach and he's like, yeah, for sure. He's like, just come to camp a week early and whatnot and we'll get you set up. So sure enough, went back, had a, had a really good like fall camp, like a really good fall camp, skated well. And then, <clears throat> so after fall camp, after preseason was done, we, we, we started naming the like captains and assistant captains and whatnot. Right. And uh, so yeah, Keaton Jameson was our captain that year. Really, really good captain. He actually plays in um, the East Coast now. He had some good years in um, Winnipeg there with uh, the Bisons. So <clears throat> I didn't get a letter. It was like, for me, it, it didn't matter to me at all, like whether I was a captain or assistant captain, right? So after the meeting was done, I remember getting brought into the, the office. He's like, he's like, Smalls, let's, let's go have a chat quickly. So I go in the office and then, He's just like, so he's like, so how do you think you had it? Like, how was camp? He's like, what do you think? And I was like, well, I thought I skated well. And he's like, I agree. He's like, I agree on everything. I thought you looked pretty well. And he was like, I was, I was going to name you captain. I got, I wanted to name you captain so bad. And I want to give you a letter. I want to, I want to give you the captaincy. I wanted to be captain of the team. And I was like, wow. So why didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> But um, but yeah, after that, like I just had a really good year. I like I skated well. I played almost every game. I think I played every game. I don't think I've took a night off. Um, and then yeah, I just kind of sprung out after after that to Europe. But I, my twenty year old year, I had a really really good year. Right on. <laughs> you recently signed to play for the TIHC Tigers in Finland. Uh, how excited are you to head back overseas and play? Um, I was having this conversation last night too with my fiance and her auntie, as I call like mama bear and whatnot too. So we were having this conversation and like driving down the highway last night and I was telling them, like, like, you know, just happy, like excited. And I'm, I'm very, very excited to get, like get down there and like it's coming up like pretty quick here too. So like every day is just another day closer to that opportunity for me. But I just can't put it towards like how excited and ready I am to get back out there and just play hockey. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the World Juniors are in Sweden Christmas of 2024. Are you going to go catch a game or two if fly over? <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, that'd be cool. Like I, I want I want to go watch uh, like a we're like a team Canada game or something like along yeah. the of that. But I guess we'll see what, like what the Christmas break and whatnot, see how much time we have off. Cause I think I'd like to fly home that week or if we have time off, I think I'd like to come home. Well, that's understandable. Uh, I missed it. But when do you, when you fly over, when you head over? Um, August 13th. It's going to come a quick eh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what advice would you give young players coming up the ranks um you know i remember being one of those like young guys to you know listening to like 
people get interviewed and whatnot and see what they have to say and whatnot. I think it's just, just be humble, be humble, work hard. Like you don't have to be the skilled player. Like just put your work boots on and go to the rink every day. And just I'll work, I'll work your teammates. You know, those guys you go to war with every day, you battle with them every day. Just, <laughs> just put your work boots on and be humble. That's, that's all I got to say. Uh, before we let you go, we always finish our interview with a segment called Five Rapid <laughs> Mist Questions. Yeah. It's kind of a lighter side of the, the interview. Just have some good laughs. Yeah. Okay. Uh, question number one baked or fried bannock? Fried. Fried. Uh, question number two ever use a bed sheet for a door or curtain? <laughs> You know, I don't know. I think so. I think so. I think I'm guilty of that one. I think so. Yeah. You know, I am. I am. <laughs> uh, question number three. Ever see Ernest Munias live in concert? I haven't, but he was at Freddie. I've seen him at Freddie. Yeah, he played the <laughs> walking ceremonies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, question number four. Indian taco or Bannock burger? Indian taco. Indian taco, for sure. Uh, fifth and last question. Can you jig? <laughs> you might be a hidden talent. We'll have to see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dalen. Thanks for taking the time uh, coming on the show. We appreciate it. And uh, I appreciate you getting back to me and uh, making plans to come on the show. I really appreciate it. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I, I appreciate coming on the show and whatnot. So, I, yeah, thanks for having me, fellas. Uh, we'll have to have you back on the show. Maybe when you're when you're uh, in Finland, we'll have to yeah. get together and have you come on the show again. Yeah, absolutely. Just let me know, and we'll, we'll wake up for your that. time. <laughs> 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 All right, sounds good, man. Take care, and uh, we'll see you again. You bet. See you, okay. fellas. Right, see, you see you, Got it. Hey guys, welcome back from the interview. Um, that was an, a good interview. Uh, we had some good laughs. And like I, I've been saying for the last year that we always enjoy having these guests on the show just to let the younger players, younger listeners uh, hear the stories of these guys like Dalen and what it takes to get to the next level and to keep playing hard and keep working hard and you'll get, and you'll get there if, you're dedic if you have dedication and the heart and the skill. So yeah. thanks again, Dalen. All right, Mr. Uh, Charles Manson. <laughs> I can't believe I said that. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy, for sure. Okay, uh, for this uh, this week's top five, we'll go uh, NHL playoff performances. Okay, let's um, do it. So... Res Hockey Top 5 playoff NHL playoff performances for this 2022 playoffs. Yes. I guess. Uh, number 5, we got Kucherov of Tampa Bay. Kucherov. This guy is magic, man. Just, just the, some of the passes. and He's so calm when he plays. Oh, so, it's great. He's such a good passer. Like yeah. saucers. Like. Like board to board, 
mm-hmm. had saucers. I was like, holy geez. Really good to watch. But, um, but yeah. Uh, number four, we got McKinnon. Nathan McKinnon. Nate Dog McKinnon. Nate Dog. No, he's not even the captain. What's that? He's not. I said he was the captain. Like, he's I thought you said Nate Dog. No, no, Gabriel Lanescog is the captain. Yeah, I know. Uh, did you hear what he said about McDavid uh, coming to a Stanley Cup party? He said about Crosby. Like, yeah. What did I say? You said McDavid. Oh man, sorry. <laughs> I think your Charles Manson thing got, got me messed up, man. Okay, yeah, let me rephrase that. What he said about Sidney Crosby, he said that when he went to Crosby's Stanley Cup parties, he, he was, was the a, drunkest one, yeah. so hopefully Crosby will get drunk at his Stanley Cup party. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe I said McDavis. <laughs> okay, number three is goaltender Darcy Kemper. Darcy Kemper. Kemper. I don't like he, him. It's like he played crappy when he played for Arizona. Then he goes to a new team and he's this brand new guy. Yeah, that happens. Do you think, do you think like Arizona was that bad where well, he yeah. got the bet? I think so. Just shows you that. Look when look when Devin Dubnik left Edmonton. He went yeah, to Minnesota and then he he was he was the man. Yeah, they were winning games. Play up even even with uh, Talbot too, right? He went to Minnesota yeah. after Edmonton, and he was an NHL All Star. Yeah. So I guess it's just a team that sucks, but not really the goalie, right? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Jack Campbell, Jack Campbell. Like, yeah. True. He played well, right? Uh, number two, we got your boy Connor Ooh. McDavid. I think he played 14 less games. And he's, he's still leading the, the playoffs. <laughs> I know. Isn't that crazy? That's a, that's a bizarre stat. It is. So, what would what you rather have? Well, I think, didn't they both, didn't they all like set like some kind of stupid record, the most points in game one? I can't remember. It's just, it was bizarre. They have, there was him, a couple other players, I can't remember. I don't know where I'm going. Yeah, I don't know where you're going. No. Settle down there, Charles. Settle down. <laughs> I'm going to start calling you that now. Charles. No, you're not. Bush Manson. Bush. <laughs> Bush Manson. And the number one player that we have for our Red Hockey Top Mr. 5. Mr. Con Smythe. Yeah, Mr. Con Smythe. He's, uh, this guy's on a, another level. Only three players in NHL history won the Consmite and Norris Trophy in the same year. Nicholas. Yes. Bobby. Yep. Isn't that? That's what you call. That's you're in some. Uh, you're the elite of the elite. Yeah. Right. Like that's a huge company you're in. So you know Bobby Orr set the record for most plus minus in a single season. Yeah, there's 128 or something. Yeah, like that. plus 128. Now got now people are winning at like plus 40, plus 50. Yeah, I know that's crazy, yeah. eh? Yeah. That's around you're around a plus 128 too, eh? When you play beer league. <laughs> or you're a minus four when your team wins seven four. <laughs> yeah. 
that happens. I've that seen happens. it happen. <laughs> yeah, that was me. <laughs> I was gonna name names. <laughs> that was brutal. Like well, it's because well, you were wearing awful socks. Yeah, I was wearing Montreal socks. <laughs> okay, for a guy who's a, a diehard Edmonton Oiler fan, why does he have Montreal Canadian socks and Toronto Maple Leaf socks in his hockey bag? Well, it just goes. Uh, I have a love hate relationship with my with my Oilers, depending on how I'm feeling that that weekend. Why don't you just have a uh, Calgary Flames color socks in your bag? Oh, that's dead zero. No, no, I won't go. I think I, I think I have Calgary Flame socks in my bed in our uh, our hockey area. I'll bring them to you. Don't no for you to wear on a uh, on a bat. I'll wear them. You should wear them during. Jack's that old timers tournament oh, August yeah. weekends. Calgary Flame Socks. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Res Hockey would like to send a huge congratulations to episode. What show was Wacy? He was early, he was wasn't he? Episode four. He was yeah. one, he was one of our trailblazers of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh congrats. Congrats. Congratulations. Congratulations. We see Sean Connery. is named assistant coach with the Saskatoon Blades in the WHL. Yes. Um, I knew, like, this guy's heading up the ladder quick, and he's going to do a good job with the Blades. I mean, he had a good year coaching in BC last year, and now he's going mm-hmm. up the, to the dub. And soon he's going to be coaching pro, and I can see it yeah, happening. So. I can see it. Congrats, man. We, we're so happy for you. And he was, he's someone that really helped us out with this podcast. So, and we're happy, couldn't be more happy for, for a great guy. So, congrats again. Uh, uh, what was I going to say again? Uh, NHL, uh, not NHL, Hockey <laughs> Hall of Fame today. Hockey Hall of Fame came out with their, uh, with their candidates, yeah, sorry, inductees, <laughs> all all deservingly. Just you think said, that they, you think they deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? I, I don't know. Like Luongo, Luongo, yeah, I think he should. Really? Yeah. Did he win other than a gold, gold medal, medal in the Olympics? He hasn't won nothing. No cup, no <laughs> Memorial Cup, no World Juniors. Okay, uh, since you put it that way, I don't know. I think, yeah. He had he came once to win in the Stanley Cup is when they lost game seven against Boston. Mm. He made it to the cup finals once. He played for Florida and they cack of the bed. <laughs> like, do you really think you're gonna start picking goalies? Oh who was up to me. Like how, like how come you don't pick Andy Moog? Andy Moog won the Cups for uh, Edmonton. He did. He won trophies, goalie, like the, the Jennings. and Yeah. Um, he had a good career. Like, how come he's not in the Hall of Fame? I think, I think when he retired, uh, there's the same timing. That's all you got to say is timing. What about Shakir? J.S. Shakir. You. Had a better career than Luongo. He's not in the Hall of Fame. Jagir win a cup? Uh, he 
I think he did, didn't he? No, he won the he won the consmite though. He won the consmite, yeah. But I thought he won it with Carol. No. No, that wasn't Carolina. No, that that I you what he he wasn't goalie for Carolina when they won. That oh was, yeah, he played for the Leafs, eh? Yeah. Maybe that's why he's not in there. <laughs> then if we're gonna talk like Sedin's, but guys like Reggie Leach, like how how come he's not in yeah. Stanley Cup winner, Smythe winner, NHL records for most goals in the playoffs, mm-hmm. Canada Cup winner. Memorial Cup winner with Flint Flon. That's five things that they have over the Sedins. He yeah. has over the Sedins and Alfredson. Come on. The NHL's got to start smartening up and shake their heads. Give their heads a shake. Give their heads a shake. Like Alfredson, they made it to the Cup Finals once. Yeah. Like, he didn't do nothing. Did he win any individual awards? I don't think so. Like, geez. Yeah, it's... I think they were probably just desperate this year, but... (laughs) You gotta start inducting better players. Players who have won. I don't don't like this year's class. So... I'm not saying about that there's a, a woman player too that got inducted. So good for her though. I'm not saying she was bad because I don't well, know. I'm not saying I'm not saying anything about her because I can't pronounce her name. <laughs> Rika <laughs> is it Rika? Rika? How do they pronounce it? Rika? Rika? I don't know. I'm not gonna bother trying to pronounce it. I'll just myrtleize it. <laughs> <laughs> Serious. But yeah. Uh with NHL hockey. Pretty much all the ho- only hockey's left is Memorial Cup, and I've been watching mm-hmm. that. Uh, you, what else have you been watching? Have you been watching the the new uh, Obi Wan Kenobi? Absolutely, I did. It's uh, it's pretty cool how everything. Uh, See, you're coming around. I'm coming around. I've been watching it. <laughs> I'm sorry if I spoiled anything for you guys, but he should have <laughs> killed Darth Vader. He should have killed him. Did you watch that episode yet? Yes, I did. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I did watch it. Absolutely, I did. Killed him. You know what I mean? Like, but that's not the Jedi way. Oh. <laughs> you almost so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And another show I tried to watch, but I I watched an episode and a half, and I couldn't get into it. Is that Kadar Kardashian's show? I was like, oh my god! It's like, how can people watch this show about these this family, Kim Kardashian and her sisters? Somehow people do though. My god, it's so I don't know. These people are like so fake. So, uh, I can proudly say I have never ever watched any show with with any Kardashian. Oh yeah, me either. I I was so lost and I just can't couldn't get into it. I went to go watch Jurassic Park last week. It was a good movie. That's good. I'm gonna go watch it. I'm probably gonna wait for it to stream it. But this this weekend I'm gonna go watch the Elvis movie. Oh, I want to go watch that one. That looks good, eh? Yeah, well, I, think I love gonna... music movies like that. Of course you do. Of course. They're good movies to watch. 
Yeah. But uh, on my streaming box there that I have, yeah. there's a new Beavis and Butthead movie. So I'm going to watch that one too. Did you watch Beavis and Butthead when it came out in the 90s? Yeah, I did. Dun, 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 dun. I love Beavis and Butthead. That's good. If you can make a movie from any show from the 90s or 80s, what TV show would you make into a movie? What TV show I would make into a movie? That's a good question. What about like Fresh Prince? Would you make that into a movie? No. No? No, I don't. There's some humor. I don't think you can touch that. No. What about like a, I think I like Airwolf. (laughs) (laughs) I love Airwolf back in the day. That was a good one. Wait, every time I see that orange helicopter, it's like Airwolf. Because I know. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Or, uh, Save out a bell. <laughs> oh, Zach. <laughs> Zach and Kelly. Yeah. Or uh, the grassy high. <laughs> the grassy. Joey Jeremiah. I don't know. 80s That's or 90s? 80s or 90s? TV show that would be a good movie. <laughs> Seinfeld? No way. No. It'd be a I don't think movie so. about nothing. Like, yeah, it'd be, it'd be uh, the, the humor would go stale fast. You think so? I think so. Hmm. That is a good question. Hmm. Would do what about V? Remember that one? No, what is that one? V, the final battle when the aliens come to Earth. Oh, no, man. <laughs> <laughs> you lost me with your. Science fiction. It's come on, man. Science fiction. I still haven't watched Dune, man. Uh, you're get with the times. What should I watch the first one first, then the new nope. one? Second. No, you just watch the new one. Okay. I'll get to it eventually. Yeah. Hey, yeah. All right, guys. Uh Thanks for joining us on episode 51. We appreciate hanging out with us for the last hour. Anything else to say before we before we jet? Um, Mr. Manson? No, I say that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to make a meme. No, you're Charles. not. <laughs> Charles Manson. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Nothing? Nothing. I got nothing for now. I got I got nothing. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh thanks for joining us. And uh we will see you next, next week. week. Well, hey guys, should we have the show every week, but or every other week now since hockey's over? We'll uh we'll ask that question on Facebook and stop me. Yeah, want. stop me on my stop me on my 10k daily runs. Yes, let us know what you would guy what you guys would prefer, but because we're not sure what to do. So yeah, it's just, it's, it's it's a matter of also uh, like our guests are busy. They have off season. They and they uh, they want to rest and whatever. So they they might not have the time to come on the show. They might have prior family stuff. So and if you guys have any 
anyone that you want us to be that anyone that want to want what the, okay let come me on, see this come again. on charles <laughs> if you <laughs> yeah. want anyone to be on the show let us know and we'll try to get that person on the show yeah um i always write down where our like the guest the name of our guest and where they're from and we haven't had one person who is from bc yet i think if you have know anyone who wants to be on a show from bc let us know because i want to cover like all the provinces and territories of our guests so i gotta think of time zones too <laughs> yeah so i don't <laughs> think that really matters no does it does it well i mean p if you if we if we go someone with pei we're gonna have to uh you know wait or go on a, go on a like three for their time yeah true but yeah, let us know if who you want to be, want to have. Well, I can't even talk, man. Want let's, to let's have on it. the show. Yeah, let's <laughs> leave. Yeah, let's leave. Okay, guys, we'll see you guys next week. So take care of each other, love each other. Peace. Peace.